0: Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer. Visit our website donnaeed.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort. Together, let's make your podcasting vision a success. You're listening to the Mindset and Action podcast, bringing you the map to grow and streamline your business in 2023. I'm your host, Donna Eid, your go-to gal for all things podcasting, planning and productivity. And I'll be bringing you all that plus mindset goodness from experts with knowledge to share. Let's make 2023 the year of success in your business. It is essential to have good tools, but it is also essential that the tools should be used in the right way. Wallace D. Wattles Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset and Action podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. We have Carrie Anne from Bespoke Events with us. She's come to talk about how systems and processes managed to save her a huge amount of time in her business, and we're going to be talking about the tools that she uses to help her to streamline her processes. And you know that is one of my pillars for this podcast is how to streamline your business. So I can't wait for this conversation. All of the tools that we talk about in today's show will be linked in the show notes. So do head over there if you are interested in finding out more about them. And without further ado, let's jump into today's show. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here today. And I'm so glad to introduce you to my guest, carrie Ann from Bespoke Events. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today.
1: Hello, Donna. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This guy's almost didn't
0: happen. I mean, we've literally been in contact for about nearly a year, I think, at this point. Yep. <laughs> it's been crazy. So, um, I'm really glad that we're actually getting to have this conversation today. So before we jump in, and today we're going to be talking about system implementation and why it's so important for your business, and we're going to take a look at Carrie-Anne's business and how she's done that in there. But before we jump into all of that goodness, I would love it if you would explain to my listeners a little bit about who you are, what it is you do, your background, um, and where you are in your business at the moment.
1: Well, I will start from the beginning. So my name is Carrie-Anna, as you know. Um, I actually started out my career many moons ago, more than I wish to admit. Um, I used to be an actress when I was younger and I've always loved kind of events and bringing people together, celebrations. And I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do when I was younger. I do sometimes joke that I'm still not quite sure I know what I want to do now. <laughs> But I knew that I loved, I loved people, I loved helping people, and bringing them together to celebrate. So I started out my career um, as a PA. wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do, and I worked with lots of weird, wonderful people and different companies, and basically found myself working in financial services. So mainly for investment banks, organising conferences, road shows corporate events so things like whiskey tastings and golf days and all of that and after doing that for quite a long time I kind of got a bit bored if I'm honest um Mm. especially doing conferences we were doing the same conferences in the same way in the same place every year and it was a bit like I'm sorry which one is this again which (laughs) what you know which year are we in oh yeah we're back here doing this again and I just I really loved what I did. I loved the people side of things. But it got me to thinking, why do we have to approach it like this? Why can't a corporate event be as fun and as engaging and as memorable as going to a party or a wedding or something like that? So after years of working in-house, um, about three years ago, I started my business with one mission, really, and that was to create corporate events that were different and that were fun and memorable resonated with people Um, and that was three years ago now (laughs) we are in a different place to where we were then Um, lots of yeah ups and downs challenges wins losses all of that Um, but it is sometimes I think you have to take stock and look back and be like wow, actually, that's where we were three years ago, and I'm not the same person I was anymore. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, I think. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so now here we are today, and we do, we've got three areas of the business. So we do corporate events, which is, I think, something that I'll always love because it's just what I know. Mm. Um, So we do corporate events, some for clients we might do one event a year, maybe for others we'll do one a quarter or for others we'll do a whole calendar of events throughout the year that range from things like, Roundtable table dinners, product launches, thought leadership pieces, conferences, away days, overnight stays with clients, dinners. They're really, really different mm. Then the other side of the businesses. We do weddings and private parties um, that kind of sits under the newly formed bespoke by Kariana. And that's where I really get to inject my little personal brand of fun into a wedding or a party. Um, I like to try and break away from tradition, especially with our weddings. Mm. Um, I think it's really important nowadays that couples have had their eyes opened to the fact that you don't need to plan a wedding in that very traditional way anymore. You don't need to go and get married in church. You don't need to need to go to a traditional venue. You don't even need to have a sit down meal. The way that I plan a wedding it's a very strange thing to say. I almost plan it like a corporate event, and what I mean by that is I think about what the end objective is. So, how do you how do you want to feel on the day? How do you want your guests to feel? Yeah. You know, what do you want them to be saying that your wedding was like, and how can we make it different? So that's the corporate event side. That's kind of the bespoke by Carrie side, the weddings and the parties. And the other part of the business is our venues. So we started off with a 70 acre equestrian farm in Surrey, a blank canvas venue, a field basically Mm. with beautiful views, but a field. So we do, we know, we started off doing weddings and corporate festivals, which I love. Sounds amazing. And then from there. We have our second venue, which is also in Surrey. It's a 1,500-acre private farm. It is huge, but it's got woodland, it's got lakes, it's got huge kind of vast fields with beautiful trees and amazing views. And again, it gives you that canvas to then create an event from the ground up. And then, like buses, literally in the past, (laughs) I would say, past couple of months, we've got three more venues that we've signed. So all of a sudden we have gone from having one venue to five. So it's interesting to see where things take you sometimes in life. And it looks like that perhaps that is where we are with things. And we're very, very big champions of working with local businesses, lovely artisan producers, people that have a real strong emphasis on sustainability. So I guess there is a kind of natural theme throughout what we do, whether it's for our corporate clients, our weddings and throughout our venues, it's offering something that is unique, it's different, it really, you know, so it might be doing a corporate away day, but you know, that's tied into wellness, using local wellness practitioners, making the most of what, what is out in, for in nature, the land, all of that, incorporating that with some delicious cooking live over fire and foraging and all that good, wholesome stuff mm. that I think people are craving now when you kind of come out of that work environment. But so that amazing. is where... In a nutshell, I that, appreciate that was quite a big nutshell. That's where we are now.
0: <laughs> I love it. No, that's great. And I, I really appreciate that kind of theme that you've got th- running through that may have been like accidental to start with, but has just kind of grown into this very organic event system, which is fantastic. And I, I really Sounds beautiful, and I so need to come down and and see these venues because they sound absolutely amazing.
1: You absolutely do.
0: <laughs> it's it's a. Uh, I loved what you said about not really knowing what you want to do because my theme song in life is the um, Baz Luhrmann sunscreen song. Do you remember that from when we were young?
1: <laughs> I do, and do you know what? That was a reading at our wedding. Oh, really? I love I've got... that. That's yep. really I've got the lyrics printed in a frame in our, down, in our downstairs loop. I love that because, yeah, it's that line. It's like some of the most interesting
0: 40 year olds I know still don't. And I love that line. So I'm always quoting that. And, you know, when my daughter's saying things and I was like, well, I'll take care of your knees. You'll miss those when they're gone. Exactly
1: but she actually that. tore
0: her ACL when she went skiing when she was 16. So she has actually already lost a bit of <laughs> knee functionality. <laughs> so. Um, But yeah, I love that. That was great. So what I would love for you to to talk about now is let's look at what your team is like. So we're going to go into systems and I think systems are really important. And I, for one, wish that I had started my business with a set of systems in place. You know, you run a business in a box. Here's all the systems that you need and they're all done for you and you just need to implement them. But that's not how business starts. And a lot of the times, systems evolve and things develop and you're like, oh, now I need a system for that. Or now I need an SOP for that. So it's not as easy as starting from the beginning. But then when you throw a team into the mix, there's an extra layer of we need the left hand to know what the right hand is saying so that we can actually work together on this. So systems are really important. So I would love to hear from you how your team has developed, like from the beginning, from when you first started and what does it look like now? What kind of
1: roles do you have within the business? Well, when it first started, it was just me. And I like to think, or I did like to think, that I was quite organized. I'd been, you know, a PA and EA a lot of my working life. Um, then it turns out that actually, when you run a business and you've got to all of a sudden be marketing, you've got to be sales, you've got to be business development, you've got to be finance, you've got to be social media, you've got to be everything. Yeah. Turns out I'm not that organized. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that was the moment when we were like, yes, we need to get some systems in place here. So it started out as a lot of businesses do from literally my dining room table Mm -hmm. um, with my laptop, emails, spreadsheets, you know, putting appointments in the calendars, putting follow ups in the calendars. And now I look at where we are now in you know in the space of of three years it has radically changed um so it's gone from being just me to my amazing colleague Eve who is my right hand woman I literally could not do this without her she is an absolute gem um way way over 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 skilled to the for the job that she has but (laughs) It's amazing, because she's got a kind of a finance background. she's really in the detail. We are the opposite of each other. I can go out Perfect. and you know talk to a room full of strangers. That is her idea of hell. She finds pure joy in the detail in spreadsheets. That is my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. So we've really found um how we work together really complements each other. Then to add a third dimension into the mix, my husband has kind of stepped into the business now. Wow. So he is—he also has his own um, construction and property company, but he is Mr. Numbers. So he, he deals with the finances, the legals, um, commercials. That's his skill set, and he does it really, really well. So between the three of us, Um, there's actually a really really helpful tool if anyone out there is wondering about hiring people um, I'm sure everyone's heard of things like um, that you know there's kind of personality profiling systems um, like there's what Lumina Sparks what's the really famous the Myers-Briggs all of those and there's one called it is what's it called it's called Genius U Test and it was set up by uh, an entrepreneur called Roger Hamilton, and it is absolutely fantastic. You can take a free fi- like free test in like a couple of minutes. But it basically tells you, and I have fallen foul of this myself, that when you're hiring, it's very easy to hire someone that is like yourself. But actually, that is completely not what you the wrong. No, not at all. <laughs> um, and actually, it says something like uh, I think they catchphrase or something like if you judge a fish on how to climb a tree it will always think it's stupid so it's all about actually finding your your skill set and what you are good at Mm. um but i highly recommend that so it's very useful for the hiring process to make sure that you are hiring the complementary skill sets that you need especially when it's a small team luckily i am i'm like a red i'm an extrovert um eve is blue she's very kind of in the detail and then my husband i think is a green so very much like Blue sky thinking, great at setting things up, and between the three of us, we are a very we are a small but mighty team. Yeah. So that is um, super helpful. And then basically, kind of along the journey, we slowly started implementing bits and pieces. It was quite piecemeal, um, but some of the things that have been fundamental in the way that our business works are I've made it I've made a note of them because I think it's <laughs> really helpful for people. So what do we implement first? I would say it was probably zero. For your accounting software that has been game changing for us um that's super helpful expense systems we use one called dext where you basically take a photo it uploads it and it can get very complicated sometimes especially if you are a service-based business like we are that can have multiple clients or multiple venues and they've got to be broken down into different ways trying to still do that with a spreadsheet Is a nightmare Mm. so Xero and Dex have been super handy there's a great one if you travel around a lot like we do going to site visits meeting with clients there's a really good mileage um, app called Trip Catcher that's super helpful and again you know each member of the team can have that and you literally just put in postcode postcode publish done Mm. rather again like messing around with spreadsheets again i said that is not my area of expertise <laughs> so basically my mileage didn't get done for 6 months because i didn't do it so this is a lot easier yeah um another really good one that we started using about a year ago is toggle for tracking your time and that as a that's got multifaceted benefits number one it's really good if you look at what your clearly defined roles and responsibilities are within the business so for me i am sales Marketing to a degree and BD. And if you are logging your time on Toggle every day, if I'm not spending probably at least 70% of my time doing that, Mm. I need to find a way to take off the table all the stuff that I'm wasting my time on. So that is things like admin, it's emails. That that is not what I should be focusing on. But I know how difficult it is when you see your emails mounting up. And I think as well from my kind of EA background, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, an overrun inbox is a nightmare. And therefore, I'm I'm not organized. Mm. But it's trying to bring yourself out of the, the nitty gritty, the in the business stuff. And actually look more holistically from above and think, right, I'm actually working on this business now. Where do I need to ensure I'm spending my time? Yeah. Um, the other thing that's been game changing is a CRM system. So we've started using Monday.com, which is great, especially when we've got lots of different events, different clients taking place, timelines, deposits, balances that need um, paying, suppliers, there there is a lot it's quite a noisy business but that has really really helped to kind of clarify all of that organization all of that thinking love that Um, i'm trying to think if there's anything else uh the other great thing about using things like um crm system is the data that you get from that yeah So things like we get an inquiry through to booking, looking, in gen, you know, generally speaking, how long does that process take so that we can use that going forward? Again, helps with things like cash flow. It all feeds into each other. Mm. But that has been super helpful as well. Yeah,
0: I love that. So I will try and link as many of those um, options for you in the show notes, guys, so you can go and take a look. I um, have heard of Monday, I thought it was only a project management tool. So interesting that it's CRM as well. Um, I use Asana for my um, project management, which I absolutely love. And it's free to get started if you're on your own, which I am, um, which is another great thing uh, when we're talking about implementing systems is even if you are on your own, guys, you need to start putting the systems in place. um, Because as soon as you hire somebody, they're going to be going, how do you do X? How do you do Y? And if you haven't got the systems in place, then you've got to literally spoon feed them that. And then it's almost like you're doubling your workload because you've got to do all your work and then you're teaching them how to do all their work as well. So it doesn't really save you much. But if you've got the systems in place and you've got the SOPs in place, it can make it a lot easier to train a new employee or a new partner within the business. So that is a fantastic one. And I was going to say, there was another thing that I was going to mention,
1: but I can't remember it now. So if it comes back to me, I'll mention it. <laughs> there was actually one thing that you just reminded me of, and I can't remember what it's called, which is really frustrating. <laughs> it's like it's like Zoom, but you can basically present and record it and send it to someone. And I can't remember what it's called. But basically, in terms of if you are training someone, I have to tell you afterwards. It loom. Really it yes, loom. loom, that's it. Yeah. So if you are, for example, like you said, about training up staff on a certain way of doing things, if you do it the first time and you record it over Loom and save down, then you've basically got like a a kind of almost like a video catalog. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. So that's another useful thing as well.
0: Perfect. Okay, so we'll link all of those for you if you want to go and check them out. Um, So let's let's bring it to the systems then. So take us back to the beginning, and I know you kind of touched on the fact that you kind of thought you were organized and (laughs) then you found out that you weren't. So take us back to the beginning. What did your systems, or lack thereof, (laughs) look like when you first started? Um, Yeah, when you first started, was there anything that you did sort of go, okay, I need a system for this, put this in place, you know, because I think, you know, sometimes we do go in completely like, nothing other times we're like I know that for this I need a system to do that so you put that in place but you don't even think
1: about other systems that you might or could use. So I think in the beginning it very much was like simple office systems as in like Outlook and spreadsheets um so I I think I relied on spreadsheets quite heavily for a long time so kind of tracking when I had inquiries coming in putting a reminder in there when I needed to follow up diarising that but if you think about the the layers and how much time that takes yeah um we've also now automated a little bit more kind of the inquiry process in the beginning I was very new to, I guess it was large. It's largely a sales role, which mm-hmm. I think, being a PA before, and you know, the acting stuff I did as well. It's not. You, you, I didn't really, wasn't really using those skill sets, so. I think, I, you know, I would get an inquiry come through and I'd be like, oh, brilliant. Well, I'll just meet you down on site. And then, you know, it's taking me half an hour to get down there and I'm there for an hour and then, you know, half an hour back. And all of a sudden that is two hours out of my day. Mm. I think I became really aware of how I was using my time and whether it's a good use of my time. So as now we do get a lot of inquiries come through for weddings and events. Um, we have, you know, I, we We slightly tweak it, but it's largely a templated email that gives all the information that you know prospective clients could need in terms of how we work um with our clients, how we you know our differentiators, how we charge our venues now, all of that stuff, and that kind of wheedles out quite a lot of people who are either really keen and they want to kind of go down the journey and you start talking about options or people that are just window shopping and I think when it comes to weddings as well there are a lot of window shoppers and it would be very very easy to kind of waste quite a lot of time oh, in the yeah, nicest possible way so but in the beginning and this is a mistake that I made but it's an organic process right you're learning yeah in the beginning I thought that it would be a really good idea. So a lot of couples have been to look at like typical wedding venues. They might be like stately homes, that kind of thing. And they get offered, right, if you want to get married here, these are the timings for your wedding day. They're all the same for every single couple that comes through the door. It's package A, B or C. It's, you know, did you go for the pims reception? Did you go for the carver? Or did you go for the champagne? And almost people can tell like how much you've spent on your wedding. Mm. And I that just gave me the ick. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I just, I want to be able to offer something different for people, for couples. So I went the other way and I was like, right, you have full flexibility over everything. So do you want this? Do you want that? What about this? And and I think couples got overwhelmed because building a wedding from the ground up in the middle of a field is very overwhelming for someone who's not used to doing it. So now what we do is we have basically, instead of being like, right, I'll build your wedding for you let's go through every single line item is we basically put together three packages that are loosely representative of if you are, I don't know, looking to keep your wedding under 20,000 pounds. This is the kind of format of how your day, you know, the kind of food that you'd be served, the timings of your day, what the entertainment would be like, etc. cetera, versus the other end of if you're looking 30 grand, plus to spend on your wedding day. These are the kind of options that are open to you. And they are absolutely flexible and can be tweaked. But we've kind of lumped what I call the unsexy stuff together, which is things like a generator and toilets and security and land hire. It's things like, you know, if you need to renovate a house, you buy a new house and all of a sudden you, the windows are buggered and you need to spend £7,000 on new windows and like no one even see it's not like you've just bought you know had your had your bathroom redone, and everyone's like oh wow you know that looks beautiful and I love that kind of crittle design you've gone for yeah it's just like I've just got new windows yeah so We've used that kind of ethos to be like, don't worry, we've packaged all that boring stuff in, but you do need it. Like that is you can't not have that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so that was a mistake. And it is working so much better now that we've done that. Yeah. Um, so that was a mistake that we made in the beginning. I think, yeah, you just learn, don't you? I think over doing it over and over again, you start to realise actually the people that are interested, the people that aren't or are the hardest thing was that I think there is a misconception that getting married in a field is going to be cheaper than a venue and it's just absolutely because
0: <laughs> you've got to, you've got to build the walls for
1: goodness sake, first. <laughs> exactly you've got to build the event space yeah. so it can be it you know there is an element of education there and Whilst also not trying to break, you know, destroy any dreams at the same time. Yeah. So being like, well, no, you are gonna need more than ten pounds fifty. But that what this does mean is that you will have a wedding that is unlike anything you've ever been to before. And it is completely bespoke to you, and it will be authentically you. And you have say over everything. So it's trying to marry those two things up, really.
0: Fabulous. Love that. So going back to that time in your business where it was just you and you were you know starting to put all these systems in place now you have you told me previously that you know implementing the systems you have has saved you like got about 50% of your workload off your plate, which is absolutely amazing. So I want to know, was there a particular breaking point for you? Like, was there something that went terribly wrong and you were like, okay, no, we need to put these systems in place? Or was it just a progression of sort of overwhelm that this wasn't working and
1: the balls were getting dropped? I think it probably was just the overwhelm. Mm. And I think it's so difficult sometimes when you're so close to something and you are spending a lot of time on it. And I think it was probably more the time that my husband started stepping into the business who has that. He's not in the detail. He's not. You know, I'm the, the kind of the creative mind that once I start speaking to a couple about how they met. And where they live and where they go on holiday and perhaps about the bit about their family and their culture and their heritage that's when literally my brain lights up and I start thinking about all these beautiful little things that we could incorporate in, into their day that even they haven't thought of that will make it you know authentically theirs and I think it was when I was getting you know spending lots of time on stuff and it was when Nick was like okay but you know have you have you followed up with this person and uh, have you done that and then what about this and I'm like oh no I haven't had time to do that Mm. and it's it's having that objective view of the business as a whole and be like but actually these fundamental things could make allow the business to scale and grow rather than focus on you know the kind of flowers and you know whether they're going to have disco balls hanging from their marquee (laughs) which is a bit that I like and I think yeah (laughs) well and also fundamentally. We're creatures of habit, right? And it is natural that you would want to spend your time doing the things that you like. And it's really interesting looking back. Um, I was going through a folder the other day about like my end-of-year end-of-year notes from when I was a PA. And by the way, my personality type is like really not good for being a PA. um which is why I think I kind of moved into events because it's fun it's people it's talking it's performance it's out there mm. whereas like you know doing someone's expenses I'm like no that's boring don't want to do that mm. whereas yeah my end of year review you know review notes like um you know Karen has great energy around the office although we do get a sense that she focuses on things that she wants to do <laughs> I'm like that is absolutely <laughs> <Duh>. true <laughs> yeah that that is absolutely true um so I think, yeah, now I finally, find, I finally found my groove of what I love doing yeah. and that I'm good at it and then growing the business as well. Yeah, I love that.
0: And let's go back to the saving, like getting 50% of your workload off your plate. So how did that start? Like what are the systems that you put in place that made the biggest impact on removing that workload for you? And how did that
1: kind of look? So I would say putting things into the CRM system. So from the moment we get, you know, inquiries, detail, you know, details go in there and then automating, you know, yes, I've sent them something. Yes, I'm gonna follow up in this date. I'll then do a second follow up, then that's it. Um, that definitely really, really helped. The other thing as well that is super helpful is getting some sort of like assistance support personal assistant and whether that a VA is a great great option um someone that can basically you know manage your inbox reply on your behalf set up meetings put the mileage in trip catcher plan your travel i don't think i ex- i realized before how much time i was spending mm. on that mm. and i think because it's something i've always done for other people i was going to say Although-
0: that's funny because you used to do like you know that was your whole job well,
1: Exactly, exactly that. And I think I'm probably also the worst person to work <laughs> with because I used to do that. Mm. If something I think I find it quite challenging, and you know, this is a learning for me, is to kind of accept that people have you different ways of doing from things. it. Mm. Yeah. And be like, oh no, I wouldn't do it like I tell you what, I'll just do it. It's just easier if I do it. And shifting that mindset is probably one of the biggest challenges that I am still trying to overcome yeah and I think I think loads of entrepreneurs feel like that because it is just easier if I do it myself and it's got to be my way but unless you spend the time you kind of you know communication is also really really key within the team um spend the time showing someone how to do something and the reason why to do it that way as well Like there's a there's a silly thing. And I remember I thought my husband was really annoying at the time when he taught me this. But (laughs) even like with with labelling files or documents within a folder in the beginning, you put them year, month, date. So, you know, it would be I don't know, let's pretend it's my birthday. It would be like 23rd of April, twenty five. That's, yeah, that's assuming my things, so yeah. Um, because what that does is when you click into the folder, it'll automatically bring the newest up the top. Yeah. Uh, and it can save you so much time if you are trying to look for an amended quote, contract, something like that. But I thought my husband was really annoying. Just being pedantic. That. <laughs> and, now, and now I am that pedantic person yeah. being like, oh, why, why have you not labelled it like that? Of course you do it that way. Yeah, so, yeah
0: definitely a learning curve and I think it's really important that one that you've recognized that in yourself because I think a lot of business owners do this because we do everything in our business to start with it is very hard to let go and let the management of something happen and I know I've listened to many entrepreneurs Amy Porterfield in particular has talked on her pod talked has spoken on her podcast about that exact issue of as she started to expand her team letting them take control of something that is her baby and and I don't like to call businesses babies we'll talk about that another day but you know something that she's put her heart and soul into for so long and wants to see it succeed and I can completely understand the the issue of trying to let go of something especially when it's something that you have done external from your business as well, it's kind of ingrained in you. And those things like knowing that it is quicker to do X than to do Y and seeing somebody waste time doing it the other way has got to be frustrating. So that goes back to what we were saying in the beginning about doing those loom trainings and making sure that people understand the reason. And I think that was really important, what you just said, making sure that they know why they do it that way and not the other, because you can teach them one way and they'll go, oh, well, actually, it's quicker to do it this way if they don't know the reason why you want it that way, then it can create issues, conflicts. And we don't want any of that when we're working, do we? We don't want conflict. (laughs) We definitely don't, no. (laughs) So what would be your advice for other business owners looking to um, help their team to work more effectively together? Because for my listeners, we're probably looking at people that are on their own um, at the moment. Maybe wanting to take on a VA um, or people who have a very small team, maybe one or two people um, that work with them. What would be your advice for making sure that they can work more effectively together? And you might want to talk about a little bit about how you guys now work with your systems and sort of any sort of
1: things that you've got Mm -hmm. in place
0: to make sure that you're all singing from the same hymn sheet.
1: Yeah. So I would say, First of all, right in the hiring process, make sure you do some sort of profiling, Um, even if it and like typically there is like a certain profile. If you need a PA that is the best fit for that, Um, not someone who is doing sales and marketing like me. Um, The other thing that's been really good is having. So we have a a meeting structure that's between um, myself and my husband and Eve, my amazing colleague, where every Monday morning we have a look ahead meeting and we talk about kind of all the projects that we're working on. And it kind of also kind of breaks down into categories such as, you know, if I'm doing, you know, recording podcasts and things like this with you, um, other, other key things that is happening in the week that we therefore need to inform other people of so we've also got um we've got an outsourced marketing team and they help us with our websites all our kind of like branding and collateral again we also have a, a monthly a weekly check-in meeting with them so everything on that look ahead meeting on the monday basically sets you up for what everyone's going to be working on that week We'll then have a check- in midweek on a Wednesday. Does anyone need to speak to anyone about anything? How's this going? Have we progressed that any further? And then we have a wrap up meeting on a Friday. Um so that has been game changing actually because mm. otherwise I think you it, it's very easy just to kind of like blithely you know just kind of work through things and something that's a priority to me may not be a priority. my colleague eve for example yeah but she might not understand because my driver is sales um getting money into the business cash flow and again then that feeds into what nick does because that is really important he's all he's got his eyes on the numbers all the time um so again just making sure that we're kind of putting the systems in place even things like systemizing regular touch points with clients um, that whole kind of you know account management piece as well it's really mm. important that not only you are planning the event you know really well and everything's on time but how your client is feeling mm. um, and I hear it so many times from couples are getting married that they book their supplier and then they haven't don't hear heard from them, them. For six yeah. months yeah and absolutely like,
0: petrified that they're not going to turn up on the day because they haven't heard from them for eight months it's crazy
1: Exactly, and I'm really aware of that. Yeah, and I think as long as you manage people's expectations, where you're like, just so you know, we were, we are now going to speak in three months' time. Yeah. I'm going to be getting on in the background. Absolutely, message me if you need anything. But just so you know, I think that's if you my next contact point. Yeah, exactly that. Um, what else? Regular regular comms with the team is really important. So we so have. Do you, a, use, yeah. do you use a system for
0: your communications? or
1: is it just we, texting <laughs> we use a very very uh, sophisticated um, communicating tool called whatsapp <laughs> it is <laughs> I, I love that do you know what that. it works it, it works and i am so i'm not great like reading emails replying to emails i'm much better sending whatsapps i send voice notes that for me is the easiest way to get things kind of out of my brain um what else do we do we so we've got weekly check-ins we use we have got a team whatsapp um chat that we use for you know kind of touching base. we we know we always try to as well talk about you know kind of fostering a culture of good being good communicators yeah you know like we we try and celebrate small wins as well um so you know we've signed a new venue which we've done you know quite a few recently (laughs) Fortunately, we are also based next door to a very nice pub um, where we Perfect. are in Surrey. Um, so, again, it's like, do you know what? We've had a really, what why don't we, let's just pop over and we'll have one. And then that's our opportunity to talk a bit more offline about, you know, what's going on. And also importantly about how we are, how are your families, how are your children, how's your husband, how's your son's new job? All of that stuff. Like we are all emotionally invested in each other yeah the business and externally what's around you yeah so yeah good clear open conversation um and what else yeah celebrating the wins um yeah I think that's really important to celebrate the wins and I like the way you you sort of
0: spoke about that because it is about your business supporting your family. That's why we do it. So bringing the family element in and making it more of, we're checking in with the family because that's why we're doing what we're doing. So, you know, if the family's not, how can we help? There's something that's going on at home that you need to have a little bit more. How can we accommodate that to it? Because at the end of the day, when you find good people to work with, you don't want to lose them because something terrible is going on at home and you've got no idea. And you're just, piling on the work and they're feeling overwhelmed so to have that open communication is so so important so I love that one thing I would love to ask you because I know that in corporate I've been there you've been there meetings can go on for absolute ever and nothing actually gets done or comes out of it and you think that was a whole waste of my time when you have these meetings and you sort of said you've you have three three a week how long do they run for and have you got an agenda that you kind of like, let, let's hit this out, boom, 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 and, and then you're off on your merry way so, so, so that we can kind of get an idea? Because you think three meetings a week, when we're thinking back to our corporate days, like that could be like six hours
1: of meetings. Yeah, not six hours. So the, the look ahead meeting on a Monday is usually about an hour. Um, if we have a lot of events at the same time, then it can be an hour and a half. Yeah. Wednesday check-in meeting, 15 minutes, because you've got your action points. It's like, where's that, where's that, where's that, where's that? Yeah. Friday wrap-up, this morning, you know, it was, well, this week on Friday, it's been half an hour. And yes, there is an agenda. And again, this is something I used to be, I guess, kind of just turn up and see what happens kind of yeah. person. Now, again, I've had it ingrained in me that for every meeting you need to have an agenda, every meeting, not only for the outwards perception that you've basically got your SHIT together, um, but also from being concise and making sure that you've kind of reached the objectives of why you are sit down and talking. Yeah. I love that. I
0: think that's so good. So good. Awesome. Right. Well, that was fantastic. I love having like a deep dive into a business and and seeing how the inner workings work. And I think it's really good for everybody to kind of get an overview of how somebody else is doing it so that they can kind of go, okay. I'm not as far behind as I thought I was. Or okay, other people struggle with that too. So I think it's definitely worth um, getting in touch with somebody that can help you start to look at your systems and what you can put in place. And you can do that with like a business coach or a VA that specializes in systems. You know, there are lots of people out there that can help you um, see like have a look at your business. And one of my friends, Carly, she's she calls herself your business bestie. And I absolutely love it because she really is. But she can come into your business. She can take an overview of what it is that you're doing. And she can easily see where certain systems could save you time. So that's the kind of person that you want. You can come in and have that overarching holistic look at your business and go, do you know what? You are taking way too much time on that this will save you so much time. So thank you so much for coming on and talking about those points. Is there anything that you've got coming up over Christmas that you would like to talk about or tell us about? What What have you got for this festive period that you're up to?
1: Well we're already fully underway with planning Christmas parties Um, and now because we typically plan things six months in advance we are starting to think about summer parties now. Oh wow. It is crazy and as I said our portfolio of managed venues has rapidly expanded within the Surrey area so if you are if you book events for your company or you know someone that does or you work for an agency and you are looking to create a really different off-site or team building or corporate festival that's within an hour of London please do come and speak with us we all of our Surrey venues are within an hour of London and we love to incorporate being outside and whether you're looking to Unplug and reconnect with your team or with your business, or whether you are looking to get people outside and give them a heart pumping thrill experience that involves a bit of teamwork and strategy, along with excellent food that's all within a certain mile radius. Perhaps you want to enjoy some really nice, delicious cold beers as well on a summer's day. We work with some amazing sustainable breweries as well in the Surrey area. Um, Get in touch with us because with, you know, five of our venues across our portfolio, we will definitely have something that we will be able to offer you to give you a fresh and innovative new experience for your team or company. Love that. Love that. I will leave all of
0: Carrie-Anne's uh, information in the show notes so you can go over and check her out. So. Before we wrap up, I have my quick fire round, which I absolutely love to do with my guests because it just gets us to know you a little bit more on a personal level. So if you are up for that, we will hit these three questions. I'm ready. Okay. So the first one is, because I am a total bookworm, um, what is the book that you have read that has changed your
1: life to date, the the best book that you've read? The best book that I, I didn't actually read it. I like to listen to my books. I do too. Yeah, brilliant. So uh, the one that I think is had the biggest impact on my life is called The Art of Exceptional Living by oh, Jim Rohn. It was recorded in the early 90s. It's a very easy listen. It almost sounds like you're, stand- you're listening to stand-up comedy. Oh, wow. It's a fundamental, it's a very easy listen, but the fundamental rules of how to lead an exceptional life. And it will give you little snippets like hard decisions easy life, easy decisions, hard life. Oh my God. And there's lots of these little kind of nuggets in there that I think will deeply resonate and help, especially if you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, put things into context and just keep going. Yeah, love that. I
0: really love that. Okay, I will link that in the show notes, guys. Um, What is your go-to favorite
1: snack if you're in a hurry? favorite snack if I'm in a hurry um either a cup of coffee or an egg eggs are, su- are such a superfood, and I know that sounds really <laughs> random um but I often will have like a little stash of like boiled eggs in my fridge you've got to be a bit careful where you eat them um because they can not smell very nice but they are like one of the most nutritionally complete things that you can eat on the go yeah unless you- unless you're Stephen Bartlett and he'll say he'll but yeah you know yeah of course <laughs> We all know that one. Um, Yeah, no,
0: I like that, actually. I had a friend when I was in my 20s, when we used to go drinking, her mum literally had a whole bowl on her... boiled eggs and that would be her breakfast on the run Look, she'd take two boiled eggs to work with her and eat them on the way to work so um not you're not alone with that one um, what is your ultimate me time thing to do when you're not rushing around making everybody else's events beautiful what do you do to just chill out and relax
1: do you know what I never thought I'd find this such a hard question to answer <laughs> I actually and it's it's funny, I think, because we've we've got two small children, so we've mm. got a an almost an almost five-year-old and a three-year-old. There's only seventeen months between them. So when we're not working, we are parenting. Yeah. My favorite my favorite thing to do is probably either go and have a bath with a nice glass of wine, or sit and do my nails, or I'll tell you what I love doing. I love watching cooking programs and Rick Stein for me watching him maybe travel throughout France or Spain that is like a hug for Mm me I love watching anything about food cooking um what else I mean I think when you're a parent of young children even just like going to the supermarket on your own feels like a break (laughs) (laughs) sad isn't it so true Yeah. so so true It's so true. And it's
0: interesting to hear the difference between people who have maybe older children or don't have children at all, what their answer to this question is, and what somebody who has young children, because it is, the thing is, is you definitely need to make time for yourself. So I'm going to preach to you a little bit. You definitely need to take some time for yourself and make time for those little things. So it's all good saying, this is what I would like to do, but Book it in your use your systems. Book it into your diary so it makes you do it because it is so hard when you're a parent of small children because they literally take over. They need all of the time, and I understand it. But there is two of you. You are lucky in the fact there is two of you, so one can hold down the fort while the other goes and has some me time, and vice versa. You can do it for each other um, because it is important that dads get time away as well. And I know a lot of people are just like, "Oh, dad's going to work all day, and mum's at home and has to do or whatever," but. It is really important that you both get time to just break and and take a minute and that's why I love to ask that question because I think it's it's really important that as business owners especially but for you as a business owner with small children remembering to take a break from it so you can rest and relax recoup come back better than ever is so so important so thank you so much for coming on the show today it's been an absolute fantastic conversation I really appreciate it
1: Thank you so much, Donna. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's it for this week, guys. Join me next week
0: for the next episode of the Mindset in Action podcast. Bye for now.